Hey there, family of grace. Welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan. And today's wonder chapter is Genesis chapter 1. Thank you very much for tuning in. Let's start off with a word of prayer. For my loving God, I want to thank you for the gift of this day. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for the gift of life and everything that you have done for us. Father, may you forgive us where we have gone wrong, where we have offended you, where we have come short of your mercy. We ask for forgiveness, and as we come to share this small word, may you bless us that we get something that will at least change and touch us. For all this believing and trusting in your mighty name, the Christ who strengthens us. Amen. So today's wonder chapter is Genesis chapter 1, the beginning, basically the story of creation that we are very familiar with. So as usual, I'm going to read and then we shall share deeper. The beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering above the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning, the second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land, and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds, and it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. There was evening, there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate day from night, and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. And let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the less light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, Let the water teem with living things, and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the creatures of the earth, and everything with which the water teems and moves about in it, according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God said it was good. God blessed them, and said, Be fruitful increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth and there was evening 
and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let's make mankind in our image, in our likeliness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you seed-bearing plants on the faith of the old heart and every tree that has fruit within it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sea, all creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. So this is where our wonder chapter for today ends. Basically, it's just a story of creation. I know we are all familiar with this story. So what do I learn today? The first thing that really comes in my mind is that God commands. Amen. The first thing that I learned today is that God commands by words, by words, by the words from His mouth. You can clearly see from the very start, God says, "Let there be this. Let there be that." Amen. So God has that authority. God has that power to command, and I would, I really want us to just, just try to reflect on that. The same Lord who created the heavens and the earth, personally, I think he can listen to us. He can command any situation in our lives. Amen. Because I think by the time that he could command the stars, by the time that he could command the waters, water, some of you stay under, some of you come the side. By the time he formed ground from the oceans, then what is this? What is so difficult that God can't command in your life? I know sometimes you may be going through a lot and you don't even know where to start from. But it's always having that faith that God can command every situation in my life. That's what you should be clinging on to. That your creator, that the person who created you, amen, the person who modeled you, has control over every situation. Because he can command, therefore he has control over everything, not even one situation. So sometimes like we get worried and all that stuff. And to be honest, I get sometimes we'll be in situations that we don't really think are going to end or that we don't even see the end in sight. I can really testify this year has been a lot. But 
if you really hold on, if you really know that the Lord who commands has control. Amen. Because when you command something, then definitely you control the situation. So the same Lord who controlled the situation through commands for the six days has control over your life, has control over every situation in your life. Amen. And I also learned today that everything God created is good. Yeah, like everything he created is good. Because if you really go back and try to reflect each and every day in the six days of creation, at the end, God saw it was good. God saw it was good and God was pleased with it. Right? Because sometimes we really face a problem and this problem of seeking for human authentication, for human acceptance. Sometimes we really let the society take over us. Like we need approval from the society. You are not too good enough to fit in ABC this. You're not pretty enough to fit in ABC this. You're not pretty enough to fit in ABC this. You don't look. The baseline is you don't look good. Forgetting that at the end of every day, God saw everything and he was pleased. By the time God on day one, let's just go back to day one. Day one was basically just the, uh, the earth filled with darkness. But because God envisioned, God saw the purpose, God saw the future of what the earth was going to hold from day one, he was pleased with it. And most times for us, we don't even, we can't see the future. We don't know is there tomorrow. We don't know what that face of yours is going to be like tomorrow. We don't know what your heart is going to be like tomorrow but because god sees something in you god sees something good in you he's happy he says it's good it's not just about saying okay this person is good this person really does charity work this person really does abcd but does that goodness come from your heart amen do you also have that inner goodness it's not just all about shouting a, B, C, D, A, B, C. Do you have that inner goodness as well? Now, my favorite verse, my favorite verse, my favorite verse in this whole chapter today has to be definitely verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Female and male, he created them. If you really read, Actually, verse 26. Verse 26, that's when God starts that creation, that creation bit. Because if you look at verse 26, it says, Then God said, Let's make mankind in our own image, in our own likeliness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all creatures that move along the ground. Like that part also hits me. God does not say. You know, God could have decided to give you a very, very special. Wait, don't don't misquote me. I'm not saying our look is not special, but God could have decided to make you and I 
look like anything. But because he loves us, who does he who does he look into who does he look for? Looks at himself actually and decides, you know what, I'm going to model human beings in our likeliness, in our goodness. Because of the love, trust me, you cannot really just wake up one morning and say, I'm going to murder someone in my image. No. But because God loves us and because he's willing to do anything for us, he makes us in our own image, in our own likeliness. It's just like we are ambassadors of Christ here. Like we are his representatives. Because one, he made us in his own image and two in his likeness this is like like two different things and that's why i always say try to be christ-like let that sink deep try to be christ-like what would like would christ really do what you are doing sometimes like would he settle for what you are doing do the actions of what you do represent christ in your life in any way Amen. Try to emulate Christ and and the Lord. Try to be like them because you're already you're already created in their image. Try to be like them. Do something that would really make them happy. Amen. If you're watching your friend suffer and go through a lot, when you can do something, are you really? But I don't really want to attack anyone. Amen. I don't really want to get so personal. But you are created in his likeliness. Do you portray that? Do you portray that in your actions? Can your friend say, hey, yes, ABC was created in the likeliness of God. ABC was created in the image of God. Because remember, you are representing a brand. You are numbers, you're representing a brand. So at the end of the day, like every single thing that you do is representing someone. And then someone is the Lord who created you in his own image. Amen. And if you to go back to verse 26, God gives you authority. That's something that I really also want us to look on. Amen. God gives in because it says. So that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over livestock and all wild animals, and over all creatures that move along the ground. He didn't say over lions, hmm? over fish. He said over everything. Amen. God gives you authority to rule over all the things. And you don't have to when you give someone authority. Imagine. Imagine you are the creator, amen? You woke up one day, you created, you took time off, then you created ABCD. Then you woke up one time and you just, you didn't just give someone authority over what you have created. But because God trusts, trusted man, and because God trusts man, and because God loves man, rather you, you don't just give authority to anyone, you don't. You give authority to someone whom you love. You give authority to someone whom you trust. Being to are you, I can take um an example of like um let me say 
your high school elections or your kindergarten elections or your primary elections or your i don't know whatever form of elections that you've ever had i don't think you just wake up and you trust anyone with your vote no there's a price that everyone pays for that vote of yours not not i'm not meaning like definitely like a price physical money or any currency exchange but there's a price attached to that vote of yours you don't just give away your authority you look can this person lead us can this how how possible is this person then you give him or her your vote and that's the same thing christ does but christ from the beginning the lord said you know what let's give man authority over everything let's trust him with all the five days of creation everything i've been creating let's trust man amen after all he was made in our own image so how best are you using that authority that christ gave you amen because when they say everything when they say giving authority over everything this is giving authority over every situation in your life it doesn't just apply to living things non-living things but christ is also giving you authority to control every situation that you go through and how do you control situations you don't wake up and start pressing remotes rewind forward pause yeah? trust me if there's like a remote in life most of us would be skipping some parts in our life but for situations in our life we control them through prayers through going back to the person who invented the manual through going back to the person who made us and telling god dear god a b c d amen and another thing that really hits me is that from the beginning god blessed us and that's always something that i want us to not take lightly god blessed us let's look at chapter 20 i mean verse 28 god blessed them and said to them be fruitful and increase in number fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and every living creature that moves around it amen god blessed them so meaning every one of us is a blessing and what does it mean to be a blessing I just want you to think about that. What does it mean to be a blessing? And to be a blessing to who? To be a blessing to everyone. Amen? And by the way, you don't lose your blessing when you bless other people. For example, I always say, if you have been blessed financially, why don't you try blessing other people financially? If you have been blessed with a vast array of talent why don't you bless other people with your talent there are so many ways you can be a blessing in people's life it's not just about the financial bit actually so many times people just narrow down on the financial bit but there are so many ways that you can be a blessing to people and people just tend to always forget that you are a blessing from the i always tell my friends i'm blessed not i don't have everything by the way but I always tell them i'm blessed because that's it's a fact 
that's the my brother tells me I'm blessed, so I'm blessed. Like that's the first point of the argument. Whether you believe it or not, me I'll tell you. Point is I'm blessed. And again, some you know, like this verse has a very beautiful thing. Amen. Be fruitful and increase in number. So most guys just be like, ah, Genesis tells us to multiply and fill the world. Yes. They say subdue the earth, fill it. But there's something that comes before subduing and filling the earth. Be fruitful. Are you fruitful in your life? Like what you do? Does it bear fruit? Amen? The actions in your life that you do, do they bear fruit? Is the fruit sweet? Is the fruit sour? Amen? Does it bear fruit, the things that you do? Are they fruitful? Just just sit down and try. Try to, and like, internalize. Try to understand. Try to go through your life right now. And actually, what does it mean to be fruitful? I mean, what does it mean to be fruitful? That's another question that I really want you to understand. Sit down, think about it. What does it mean to be fruitful? And by the way, if you really see no plant is born and, and at that instant starts giving fruit, they grow from from when the seeds they grow, I mean, get they start flowering and in the end bear fruit. It's not a one, it's not a one-off thing. You don't just wake up and you start bearing fruit. There are conditions that have to be right for you to bear fruit. Amen. You need to water plant for you to bear fruits. You need to fertilize a plant for you to get fruit. You need to look after the plant for you to get fruits. And that applies to our lives also. What do we do that makes us bear fruit in our lives? It's interesting to like, think about today's wonder chapter. Because I think we all notice uh, everywhere God says, let there be this and this, that. Let there be that and there was that. Let there be this and there is that. But could have you realized that God could have said just in one day, just in one word, just in one, let the earth be ABC, he could have poured everything. Have you ever thought of that? Like he's the Lord, he can do that. He could have skipped all the hustle of breaking things day by day. He could have done it once. But because God had a plan, amen, God had a vision, God knew, sixth day I'm creating something. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to take day one. I'm going to take day two. I'm going to take day three. I'm going to take day four. I'm going to take day five. So that day six, by the time I'm creating man, he has somewhere to be. Amen. God took time to think about creation of man. He didn't just create man first and then created trees. He didn't could have created man first and created the food after. I don't know if you get. But God followed some order. God had a well thought plan. Meaning your existence. 
here wasn't an accident. Just like what I just want to hit, your existence on earth is not an accident, it was planned for. It's not a sudden happening. Whether in the eyes of man you are sudden happening, in the eyes of God, there was no accident. You are planned for from the very day. Amen. That's something that I really want you to also think of. God was prepared for man. How are you preparing for God? Amen. How are you preparing for God? And the last thing that I really want us to look on today is verse 29. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the faith of the whole earth, and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they'll be yours for food. God is a provider from day one, like from nursery, from Sunday school, from when you start going to church when you're young, they always tell you God is a provider because God is a provider. I mean, there's nothing that he cannot do for you. There's no situation that he cannot pull you out of. That's something that I really want you to think about. I know sometimes it's hard. Sometimes we have to sleep hungry. Sometimes we didn't have what to eat. Sometimes we do not know where the financial muscle is going to come from. Sometimes we do not really feel we are where we want to be. But it's at these points that we should really look back and remember we have a creator who has plans for us who will always provide for us so regardless of the situation regardless of what we are going through regardless of the season god has god will be and god is always a provider we should not forget that part we should not really let what we are going through we should not let the situations that we are going through make us forget what God is in our life. On top of being a creator, he's a provider. And that's something that you should always know. He's going to provide for what you need. He's going to provide for that food. He's going to provide for that financial breakthrough. He's going to provide for everything. He's going to provide that job that you want. But in the same way, he did not just create the whole earth in one day. It's the same way that we'll have to be patient. Amen? Be patient. Trust the process. That's a bottom line. Take, let him take his time to prepare for what belongs to you. For you. Amen? That's something that I really wanted us to share today. And I hope that you really get something from today's shine. Remember, get time, read Genesis chapter 1. And then reflect, and like reflect on it. Remember, God can use one word to send a thousand messages. So what do you understand? Feel free to share with us what you understand. We have an Instagram account, Daily Grace with Alan. And yeah, we really want to hear from you. You can also send us an email, Daily Grace with alan at yahoo.com and tell us what you have learned today share with us your experiences and everything you can as well send a voice message via anchor and really love to get in touch with you want to hear your side of the story want to hear what the lord has done for you want to hear what you have learned today it really helps us and pushes us to go through yeah 
Oh, most loving goodness, thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for everything. I want to thank you for this time that you have allowed us to share. I want to thank you for always being there for us. I want to thank you for being a creator, for being a provider, for being a lover, for being everything to us. Father, forgive us where we have gone wrong, where we have not been fruitful in our lives, where we have not been blessings in our lives. Father, may you forgive us. May you show us the fruitful path. May you teach us to be blessings. And I put everything that we're going to do in your mighty hands. Father, I put every situation that we're going through. That at the end, we shall always emerge victors. Because that's what we are. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name. Through Christ who strengthens us. Amen.